1: Weirdly more specific than Dirk Nowitzki's new role with the Dallas Mavericks, it's the Hoops and Heppethysen's podcast. I'm your host, Don Denham. You can find me on Twitter at Don underscore Denham. With me, as always, is my fellow Mavs fan for life, my bro host. You can find him on Twitter at Reddit Mavericks, Ruben Tomas. How are you, sir? Uh,
0: I'm good. It's Father's Day. So happy Father's Day to all the dads out there, or expecting dads. So uh,
1: Happy day, daddies yeah Mm, i hated how all that sounded yeah uh, that was (laughs) well that intro is about as awkward as it has been for being a mass fan this week but uh before we
0: get started i was going to do some ad reads all right let's see um so let me tell you guys about uh, about Spotify green room um it's a live audio only sports talk platform it's free to download and to use um you can talk to me other fans athletes and um, insiders in real time it's really cool um it's perfect watch parties debates posting breakdowns and reacting to breaking news which we had a lot of this week (laughs) um my own experience is like i've i've been on there quite a little bit like i usually don't do rooms uh you know i usually just uh hang out and kind of listen to like i've heard you know other podcasts on there i've been to like just just fan stuff uh it's really cool um
1: shout out to kirk he's been doing an awesome job doing the i know it's not i know technically a competitor but he's he's the og so shout out to kirk doing his green rooms he's been killer oh
0: remember green room is free it's audio only oh wait it's free it's audio only uh it's a social media platform um uh, you can join the conversation with me and have a chance to be featured on this podcast maybe one day (laughs) we'll see how we do it um all you need to do is download the Spotify Green Room app, app, free from iOS and Android app stores. I'm a creator profile, link your Twitter, and join, um, I think there, we have two groups actually for the Mavs. And we have MFFL, and then we have Reddit Mavs Twitter, which is just like, you know, everything. I think those two rooms are our most uh, populated when it comes to like Mavs stuff. Um, you can follow me at Reddit Mavericks, uh, and you'll be notified if we ever do a room, which I think we will be doing one pretty soon, if I recall correctly. Yes. Um,
1: I'm yeah. down for. Well, I think we're, we have agree Wednesday night. So yes. be on the lookout for a notification from uh, Reddit Mavericks. Yeah, we'll
0: be doing that. So um, yeah, that's Adrien. So
1: <laughs> right on. Okay, so uh, first of all, shout out to you guys, uh, to Rubes, to Tim, to everybody. Isaac, you guys uh, killed it with the React pods. Uh, I just can't do anything during the work week. It's been a. It's been rough but uh, enough about that uh clearly huge news we're just kind of recapping what's happened this past week um for those of you that don't know we had both donnie nelson and rick carlisle leave the mavericks um it's clearly old news at this point but uh i just wanted to give my take on it it sounds to me that uh uh harlarla bob bobby v- i i will never say his name correctly uh i will just nickname him Little Finger. Uh, Little Finger, uh, fantasy basketball stats guy um he seems to have the ear of mark cuban and it seemed to piss off every basketball mind in the mavericks organization um so um in response to that uh mark cuban has assigned dirk Nowitzki and what i can only describe as a vince young uh <laughs> retirement role uh which is we're not exactly sure what he does but we're happy he's here <laughs> um to hopefully help find us a new gm a new coach um I look at it this way uh i mean like i saw uh networks tweet about uh basically the the game of thrones scene where a church explodes is basically the the situation the mavericks are in and i just don't spoilers think it's... <laughs> oh, whatever <laughs> if you haven't that that shows now what three years old like get with it anyways so there's no way the situation is that dire. I mean, I, I feel like it's a transition of the new guard and I look at it. Like uh, if we end up with Jamal Mosley as our new head coach and Michael Finley as our new GM, I think everyone's pretty damn happy with that result. Um, unless we get like just two weird, no names. Like I, I, I just don't think that's what's going to happen. Um, I think Carlisle and as much as I love that man and he's going to get, man, he is going to get a bag <laughs> This summer uh yeah. be it with the pelicans the bucks the celtics somebody like i, thought it, was, I thought
0: it was the bucks until yesterday <laughs> I was yeah like, oh, I
1: absolutely <laughs> absolutely yeah bucks <laughs> held it out against a injured brooklyn team as they should have but it's yeah. it, you know i i still want to see Giannis get a ring so i'm, I'm rooting for him um but uh anyways i i think ultimately as much as rick is a you know great offensive mind uh i i will stand up for him and donnie all day uh the issue with rick is that he has uh, since his like career began he has been pretty rough at uh utilizing young talent um and i don't know luca was kind of the exception to that because like luca was just like hitting records and just really developing really well um but you know the for a little history lesson for those of y'all that didn't know that when Carlisle was coaching uh, the, the Detroit Pistons, like one of the main reasons he was fired and Larry Brown was hired was because he was, he just didn't want to play Tayshaun Prince um, who was crucial to their championship run and his development. So yeah, yeah, there's, there's a couple of different things there. Um, You know, I don't think, I think it sounded to me like those two resigned. It was like they were fired. Um, And I just, just, it doesn't sound like the parting of ways was mutual as much as that was like said PR wise. And, you know, obviously the Tim Cato uh, article, our very own Nancy Drew uh, showing us the shadow GM elements of this whole thing. It just sounds to me like people aren't on the same page. And so I think it makes sense at this point for people that are as accomplished as, Donnie Nelson and Rick Carlisle who both have a championship ring. Um, at some point you just got to start over, start a new regime. So I'm, I'm, per, yeah. I'm fine with it. I mean, like, I'm, I was certainly worried cause I'm just like, man, this sound this is a lot of shakeup right after basically this, this article that it has been pretty much confirmed true now by the reactions.
0: Yeah. Basically. Despite, yeah.
1: yeah. Despite Mark Mark Cuban's response to total bullshit. Yeah. Um, I think, I don't know. At this point, like what it means to be a coach and a GM in this era is a lot different than what it meant 10 years ago. I know that's like, maybe I'm justifying things too much, but like before being a coach, you could be a hard-ass coach and have an amazing scheme and whip people into shape. That's not really the, you know, the job anymore. (laughs) Like, sure. There's some that challenge people, but for the most part, it's like you're doing people management you know you're you're be you're managing egos you're and there's the disdain between kp and the weird like i don't know it, it there wasn't always that that chemistry thing that i think that's maybe that's what they're trying to address is like let's get someone that's going to communicate with younger people better
0: you know things have changed like it's it's all people management now you know it's, i think it's like now the game is like 90 percent people management like X's and O's, you know, or it's like the the X's and O's I think will come almost naturally, especially when you have a guy like Luca, you know, like as your floor general, so.
2: Uh, I'm like, I'm like an avocado. I'm Mexican. I'm seasonal and white people love me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, couldn't have asked for a better introduction to Tim Beamer. Welcome back, bud.
2: (laughs) Oh, hey, we're recording. We're recording already. already. You're all
1: good. Uh, Awesome. We're we're just reacted as far as uh, we're following up on what you guys did so well earlier this week as far as uh, Rick and Donnie uh, resigning. And the uh, questionable uh, but welcome role of Dirk Nowitzki that I, I don't really know what he's going to be doing, but I'm glad he's here. I've deemed it the Vince Young role.
2: Yeah, you uh, you summed it up pretty nicely with that sweater meme today. He's the flex seal of the Dallas Mavericks. <laughs> <laughs> Slap it on and give it a fix. Yeah, there it is. Uh,
1: Dirk Nowitzki, the human duct tape. Uh, yeah. I
0: mean, Actually. basically, at this point, like, for this yeah. franchise, yes, he has been. <laughs>
1: he can do no wrong. I, I can't argue it. Yeah. Um, well, 41 I d- forever, and hopefully he gets us. I, like I said, I think best case scenario, uh, you know, Mosley and Finley as a coach GM duo. I'm pretty happy with that. Like, Finley's been in the front office for a couple yeah. of years now, and I like former players that are GMs. They seem to do okay
0: look at phoenix <laughs> like
1: <laughs> yeah
0: yeah man, i i like you know the whole the whole like Dirk thing like i just i did have a tweet i shared where i was just like you have to you like even if this is happening like you have to still apply the pressure on like the actual gm and mm-hmm. the owner you know like you just have to do like they can't i the, the one thing i don't want them to do is like hide behind dirk the entire time be like oh well you know dirk was part of like the reason why we like signed this guy it's like no bro like you're the gm like you're the owner like you guys make the final calls you know dirk is just there to give his input you know
1: right and i am happy that he's got some say in it because if anyone cares about the legacy of the mavericks it's it's dirk um but i think i don't know how much of this is going to be a vladi devoch role where he's like i don't know like because vladi was originally just like a A voice in the room and then became like the gm and wasn't like then didn't take uh, look and that didn't work (laughs) out but granted like i don't think dirk has as much animosity as uh vlade divac had against luka donch's like coach or or dad dad. it was was his dad dad, dad, right it was some petty bullshit so (laughs) i I don't think dirk is nearly as petty as vlade divac so at least we have that to look forward to uh But yeah, I don't so- think
2: Dirk. I don't think Dirk uh, has felt the emotion animosity in about ten years now. I yeah. think D. Wade and LeBron were coughing the last time he actually felt animosity, and he like, was even a nice guy about that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> just Dirk, man. Dirk is just he's perfect.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I, I mean. mean- I'm I'm happy he's involved. I'm happy to see him more frequently and happy to see his name show up more in my feeds that aren't just replays of the past. So uh, like I said, I I think it's going to be in, I I certainly trust his, his voice in the room, but I just, I'm not really certain what that does. Uh, But uh moving on uh before we get into questions i want to let you guys know about spotify green room it's a live audio only sports talk platform it's free to download and to use talk to me other fans athletes and insiders in real time uh, spotify green room is free uh you can start to join uh, ongoing conversations watch games together react to the biggest news rumors games kind of like what we're doing now but in real time all you need to do is download the spotify green room app free in the ios or android app store create a profile link your twitter join the nba group we have a mffl group uh reddit mavericks group
0: reddit maps twitter
1: reddit maps twitter excellent uh follow me at don underscore denim follow ruben at reddit mavericks uh and uh, basically you'll get a notification uh whenever we do have a green room we're playing on doing one on wednesday just wanted to uh, reiterate that wednesday night should be fun uh and following that I think Mark Cuban is guilty of making some mistakes. Do you know what's not a mistake? Kansas City Steaks. Let me tell you, folks, the Kansas City Steak Company wants to make this the best grilling season ever. Visit visit kansascitysteaks.com and get 15% off your order and free shipping with code SD at checkout. From classic steak cuts to USDA prime to hard-to-find specialty cuts and more, Kansas City Steaks has everything you need to fire up the grill. These are steakhouse-quality steaks aged to perfection that make it so easy. Each order is flash-frozen and delivered directly. Satisfaction guaranteed or your money back. Enjoy their butter-tender filet mignon hearty Kansas City Strip steaks, and savory ribeyes. It's been a hard year, so enjoy being together again by bringing the steakhouse to your house with Kansas City Steaks. Go to kansascitysteaks.com and get 15% off your order and free shipping with the code SD at checkout. That's kansascitysteaks.com, code SD.
2: Get the meat sweats with us. <laughs> We promise the steaks will taste better than the lead-in to that ad. (laughs) Jesus.
1: I'm I'm rusty. I didn't have all these uh, React pods to get my reps in.
0: I know. It's true. We had to do it without you because it was just like. I know. It was just banging so
2: fast this week.
1: Work week sucked this week. So I appreciate you guys. Thank you guys for uh, taking care of the slack i i forget the phrase i guess it's, well it's if fun. you would ever check the
2: slack you'd know about picking <laughs> up <the> slack.
0: So. <laughs> that's fucking me nah, yeah like
2: as part-time podcasters we love having weeks like this as, as fans like holy shit give us a break
0: please give us a fucking dude this week was just like like literally we put po- we did that first one i was like, okay cool like nothing else will happen this week hopefully blah blah you know, like we just have to worry about getting a GM. Sweet, <laughs> you know? And then literally next day, next day the news breaks, and I get, I get a, someone asked me on Twitter is like, "So you're doing a reaction pod, right?" And I was like,
1: "Fuck!" <laughs> like there was a moment when Donnie <laughs> left, I was like, "Whatever, it's not that big of a deal. It's not like Rick left." It literally is. <laughs> I thought that Rick the the, the tweet <laughs> the Woach bomb comes out. It's oh like, oh my damn God, it, dude. Okay.
0: Oh okay. Let's get to questions. Let's um, go for it. All right. Uh, Mark asks, um, "Do you think if the Mavs are set- Do you think the Mavs are settling if they choose Finley and Mosley to fill in vacancies? I personally feel we should look outside of ourselves and weigh the options before looking in. Uh, so, I think that Mosley. I think his connection with the league, with the players on this team. Um, I think that'd be a great hire from the get-go. Um, he's definitely more of a new-age coach." Where it is more personal- personality focused, like there's that cl- I saw that clip yesterday of like him, like I think like Luca celebrating like a three or something like that, and like the game wasn't won yet, and like he's like calming like Luca down, be like, hey, like you know we're still in the middle of this. Like,
1: is that where he slapped him in the face? I, don't,
0: I think I think it was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was just like, he, like and, and Luca was pissed. <laughs> he was like, yeah, but so you need that. I still think like right. it's good to have that, you know, because it's almost like like a cool uncle almost you know where it's like hey like he's there to kind of like keep you down like hype you up when you need to be hyped up but like calm me down and I think having Mosley right now would probably be the best choice and obviously like Luca loves him the like the the team loves him you know like it seems like a guy that the team would rally behind and try to you know like as much as I love like Carlisle for his X's and O's like he was never you know a player coach you know, that just wasn't right.
1: Mo, He was a system coach for certain. Yeah. And I feel like, I i don't know. I always like give the new guy a shot uh, approach to new head coaches. Um, just because like, just, I don't know, times change, give a guy a chance to do something different as opposed to like a Mike D'Antoni, which we know exactly what he's going to do when he brings people in. Like he's probably like, I will look at it this way. If we were to get someone like Mac Dan- or if Mike D'Antoni were to be a, the coach of the Dallas Mavericks, I mean, like I put all my money in Luca being MVP next year <laughs> because that, he's just going to unlock the more, you know, he's going to find a way of making him point Luca, which is more than what he's already doing already. Um, he's just access that next level of ability with each, you know, be it Steve Nash, James Harden, like he's been proven to do those certain things. I wouldn't be upset about it, but I'm I don't know. I always like going behind or choosing the mystery box when it comes to a new head coach, uh,
2: especially now. What about you, Tim? Um, It all depends on who we get is like, who's going to be GM, who's going to be running things on that end. I don't want to, I don't want to stick a new GM. Like I don't want to hire a GM and say, okay, but this has to be your head coach. That is, Mm. I've been joking about it on Twitter all week, but that feels very Cowboys.
1: So yes, where you have
2: yeah. Mark Cuban in this figurehead over you. That's okay. You can come in and do some things, but at the end of the day, I'm going to be making decisions like, no, I want a GM to be able to pick his guys and to have the final say, especially with all that's been coming out about like, we don't have a United front when it comes to approaching other teams, other teams had no idea who was making the calls, be it Donnie or the shadow GM who we now know was her Bob Um, yeah, as it pertains to the head coaching thing, I like Mosley. I think, he, is it the clip of the post-game locker room? Is it the game in Mexico City that he head coach? No, oh, the that was where uh, he walks
1: Madison Square Garden gets the Knicks.
2: MSG, yeah, where he just walks in the locker room and everyone's going crazy. You yeah. can tell the players love that guy. And honestly, like managing personalities equally as important to me in today's NBA as it is like X's and O's stuff. So I'm not gonna mind that hire. I'd actually love it for the team, and I'd love it for Mosley especially. But like, I do need the GM to be like to come on board to interview him and to say, okay, this is my guy after he's done a round of interviews. Yeah. So I think he could absolutely be the right hire. I want it done in the right way.
0: Yeah. And as for GM, so as for GM, you know, there's been some pushback on Twitter with like Finley because he was obviously you know he was obviously Donnie you know Donnie's guy and there's a there's uh there's that fear that if finley is the gm he'll just basically be the, another donnie basically he'll yeah, be uh, which a, I'm not, a
1: cuban puppet
0: yeah which i'm not which i mean i can see that like being a fear i'm not so sure if it would be though because again he is another you know he's playing the league you know like he's one of those guys that has like been around like in the league for a long time um if we weren't to get mosley I mean, if it wasn't gonna be finley dude my dream hire is Masai, <laughs> like, like yeah. I will literally I will murder someone from Maasai. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, and you can have that out if you want, but no, no, but really, like I would, you know, I would really kill for Maasai. um, um, and I can't think of any other gem hires, like between those two guys, like haven't really done my research on like who would be theoretically available, and like what their track record is and stuff like that. I just know like Masai makes those crazy fucking moves that work you know like mm-hmm. you saw with the Kawhi, you know you saw whenever he took over and he was like able to trade all these different assets for to get a kyle lowry to you know get x you know let's play this mm-hmm. player like it works out somehow for him and i think if if cuban were to just were to become a true owner and just like take a step back mm-hmm. and let masai do his thing like i think masai would absolutely come here you know Cause you get Luca, bro. Like you, you, know, you get to you get to build a team around. It's almost like a fantasy, like almost like a two K thing, where like you're the fucking GM, you have all the power in the world. You can fucking put the best team available around Luca Doncic, who's gonna be at least a one time MVP. Like you know, like
1: well, if there's any GM that's gonna come in and make a blockbuster trade, I would definitely trust Masai's judgment on it than anybody yeah. else's. You know.
0: Yeah. So Yeah. Uh, good answers, guys. Let's see. Oh, so you guys want to answer the GM uh, part of that question?
1: I mean, I, you, you guys pretty much covered it. Yeah.
0: Okay. Let's see. Uh, the tall traveler asks, "What was your go away, uh, go to aim away message?" And what was y'all's ridiculous <sighs> aim screen names?
1: Mine was dumb as two K was one. That was one <laughs> I did. I did. Then I went through like my goth emo face. It was like Black Roses something something. It was yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I was a living MCR character. Like <laughs>
0: <laughs> did you have an away message that you went to like,
1: Oh God, I, I, I don't, I can't recall. No, uh, I, I, I'm sure I did. Uh, it's probably was lyrics to some emo song that I was listening yeah. to. If I had to guess,
0: I think, I think that I think, I think, so I had a couple of aim, like screen names. The first one was definitely like a generic, like my name, like bunch of numbers right like you know the twitter people you know like
1: the- yeah you were an egg <laughs> yeah
0: it was an egg when uh, you're telling me you weren't born reddit mavericks no no unfortunately not <laughs> no, he was but, engineered uh, he was perfected no but uh no uh so it was that and i think i went to like a dragon ball z like type name i think is what i went for mm-hmm. like after i was like 12.
1: so <laughs> did you guys like, have? Did you guys have those friends that had like nine? They, because they just would just keep creating new ones because they kept yes. forgetting their passwords. Yeah. A, yeah. a bunch of those I hated those fucking people. My favorite two <laughs> that I remember, one guy was like Acid Reflux 6969, which is just like the gross. If you put that all into like one image, it's pretty awful. But then there was another guy that was gut air 420. It's for, he didn't spell a guitar correctly. <laughs>
0: That's awesome. <laughs> what about you Tim?
2: uh hockey guy twenty one, twenty two, and my away message was just spin the wheel of blink 182 lyrics pick one of those especially off the enema of the state album yeah yeah, yeah you just pick one of those i think i might i would occasionally switch it up get real heavy with some Sum 41 or maybe some uh puddle sure. of mud or something but
1: yeah everything is blurry everything's the same <laughs> like, I, think, I, I
2: think towards the end it might have been like some rap lyrics which at age 13 i had no idea what they were actually what talking the fuck about they meant. Sure.
1: <laughs> dude i actually now that you mentioned puddle of mud i am thinking of like i there was a pinball game that was like rocket whatever it's like a meme yeah now, it's but on, like, on the yeah. windows xp Yeah, windows xp listening to blurry because i downloaded it off of kazaa Kaza. so of, yeah. of course destroying my home computer <laughs> like basically just putting my my computer's brain and battery acid that's what i decided to do for the sake of like puddle of mud and bootleg copies of limp biscuit songs or whatever
0: i i'm so glad
1: that <laughs> i'm so glad that it's
0: us on this podcast recording because if it was like isaac Isaac's like 19, bro. He has no idea. Oh, yeah.
1: No like, clue. This, I love, no idea, I love but... old internet, man. You start saying badger, badger, badger at these Zoomers. <laughs> they don't know what the hell you're talking about. I'm like, that's a fuck? meme before YouTube.
0: Oh, my God. Okay, I saw see. it. Let's see. Yeah, next next question comes from Luca MVP in my book asks, uh, we on the Mavs French Discord server run by Dallas Mavs French himself have an emote named Mavs Mavs Man Slam Dunk. What do you think about it? And I don't know if you guys can see it, but it's
1: Oh wait, sorry, It's It seems slam dunking. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. I mean, I'm all for it.
0: Uh
1: I hate it. And I, it's, uh Albert it's fucking goes to hell. It's beautiful. Can you send it to me uh in English, please? <laughs> God, I just hate just it. just so I can read it, you know. I'll all due respect <laughs> to our French uh French mass fans. What do you think about that? Tim? V- Viva la Mavs France, I suppose.
2: I'm like I don't have nearly the strong opinions either way that you guys do on Mavs, man. Um, I would love to see instead of like, was it Red Panda? Mm -hmm. Instead of her at halftime next year, I would like to see a cover of When a Man Loves a Woman performed by Mavs Man, except it's When a Man Loves a Basketball.
1: When Mavs man. man Loves a Woman is going to be the next cover that I do now. Thank you, yeah. when, when Mavs Man <laughs>
2: Loves a Basketball. and I uh, no, it. When a man loves a basketball is what creates Mavs music. Also, wait, just real quick to circle back to the last question, I just realized my screen name might be older than Isaac.
0: That's <laughs> <laughs> so weird. That is so weird. I hate that. I fucking hate that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so fucking weird. Okay, let's perfect. see. Perfect. <laughs> Next question comes from Fairman. Uh, They ask, uh, what is your favorite sports bar and why? Man, I don't really go to sports bars. That's the thing. Like, I really don't, like, especially since, like, the pandemic. Like, I don't really go out. (laughs) Like, you know, I kind of just, I stay indoors and drink at home. Um,
1: Yeah, I mean, it's usually the company I keep more than really the bar. You know, whatever bar showing the game, I'm excited about. You Mm know, I will say any bar that's, like, you know what you're right we'll, we'll show this one game for you like it, it always sucked because a, a buddy of mine was a uh, he's, he's a huge uh tennessee titans fan and he we would go to some place that had like nfl season ticket or whatever and we'd always get the smallest screen whatever screen you could like basically the screen of the bathroom they would show the titans game <laughs> that's so, terrible that's so sad like, like just uh, like just like it's like man. none of us could afford season tickets so now we just probably just pirate everything I
0: will. I will say that my my so my uncle, my theo, he has he has a house in Garland, and uh, he like built a patio, like a big ass patio, like back, like ten years ago, and like has a big ass like huge screen TV. So that's where I go, like when football starts, like it's where I go, like every Sunday to go watch like football because it's like free drinks, obviously, because like it's my uncle, so like he has like his own bar there and everything. So okay, cool, like that's where I go. So. Perfect. i don't really go to sports bars, so you know it's just my thing
1: actually you know what i'm gonna retract that uh lala's little nugget um the the manager of that bar is a huge mavericks fan um and so lala's little nugget in austin is a small bar it's a dive bar in austin it's christmas year round it's the year-round christmas themed bar great for first dates but they will show any mavericks game because the uh manager's a huge love
2: NFL it. so love it shout out there you you.
1: cool
0: what about you uh Tim?
2: Uh, I feel like hole in the walls out here in California, but when I'm back in Dallas, like it's mostly just all location to me. So there's a boomer Jack's like a quarter mile away. Cause I stay with my family. So there's one like super close to my parents' house and it's like a $5 and 50 cent Uber ride home. So that's usually our spot. And there's fucking 50 TVs or whatever. So whatever perfect. game you want. Yeah, that's
0: perfect. I right, so the next question comes from Caden. Um, how excited are you to be a dad that's for me uh, i think right okay. i
1: would be absolutely <laughs> terrified of that news is what you're telling me like that's news to me i like it's Brewing been ice. it's been more than nine months for me guys i don't know how this happened like someone <laughs> stole my seed and put it in them i i know I that's am, this is this is breaking news i have no idea how am i a dad
2: i can just imagine like Ruben reading that question from like like one of our exes found the podcast and messaged in a question that's how i was breaking the news <laughs> uh,
0: i'm oh. excited i'm very excited it's very topical because it is uh father's day we're recording this um yeah i'm excited man i'm a little nervous but you know i i have exactly I'm, i have a month and a day left till he's here so all yep. tough. yeah all right let's see next question comes from uh john Um, long-time listener i believe uh how come not a lot of nba players in the of players in the nba do the sky hook shot i see i see a lot of players use it in overseas bigs and smalls interesting
1: fashion i know it sounds like silly but it's like it's it's not a it's not a very aesthetic looking shot you know it's the same thing it's the same reason why uh the uh the berry uh granny free throw like that's apparently one of the most replicable like one of the best ways you can shoot a free throw, but like no guy's gonna do it. No one wants to do it
0: because it looks dumb as shit. Exactly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's it's I think aesthetically it's just not a great looking shot. Saying, but but I would love
0: to see Ben Simmons just pull it out today during the game seven. Like I just want to see him just like
1: Yeah, I want to see him do something aside from a layup and a pass. Like yeah,
0: Jesus <laughs> hit a free throw. But uh no uh I feel like because I don't watch a lot of like international ball really, like, right. like at least not like other leagues, but like I feel like I think the Skyhook, like, it takes time for you to like really master that, you know, like the bigs here doing it back in the day. Like those guys were. that's all they did. Like also like practice basically was like mm-hmm. that shot. Um, I think if, I think if someone were to pull it out and like Duke successfully, like nowadays, like if someone were to like hit it, maybe for like 60, 70% of the time, like mm-hmm. that's a fucking threat. <laughs> like, you know, like right. that's a, that's an offensive weapon that no one in today's league really knows how to handle
1: um well the only thing that we have close to that's kind of like the floater game that a lot of guards are starting to do now i mean it's not it's not the same shot but uh, i will say that it's not so much the skyhook but i miss like weird janky shots that were just kind of just like that somehow went in like the two mavericks i think of most is like sean marion with his weird shot put from his belly button like jump shot and then like anton jameson's weird like he had like this weird like shot put uh, like his arm would go straight up and for some reason it, it somehow it went in it was the dumbest weirdest yeah. looking shot in the post
2: but yeah. I but mean speaking I- Speaking of the floater, you do have this one asshole in Dallas who's starting to do it from behind the three-point line and hitting it. (laughs) That
0: fucking asshole. (laughs) Like, yeah. Just makes everybody in the league mad.
2: Wasn't wasn't it kind of a floater, the buzzer beater in Memphis? It was. It was like a weird, like
0: like he just tossed it up. I was like, Yeah,
2: he hit that one, then he hit the one, the famous Dirk picture in the playoffs in LA. Just it's like that's that's one shot where my only reaction on Twitter is, I love how much of an asshole he is. Yeah, that's gotta be so frustrating.
1: Yeah. yeah some of the shots that go in are just uh just peeing in the face of god yeah. in physics yeah. and i love it yeah
0: yeah but yeah john uh i'd love to see more guys use it i don't know if that's ever going to happen but i think like maybe if, like a Giannis, i think a, i think if Giannis had that fucking shot that'd be, that'd be fucking unstoppable because god that'd be so cool anyway
1: who um, would be the funniest player to develop it like uh, like a someone does short guard yeah so like, Farrell. like like yogi ferrell masters the sky <laughs> hook <laughs> Ogie oh, fucking fixes <laughs> like the shorter guards
0: in the league, bro. Like. Oh, Compazo. Oh, Compazzo, Compazzo, Compazzo does, bro.
1: but dude, and then it's like unstoppable because like, he just gets just the right angle. Like, Compazzo's it's not, like, like fucking
0: five, nine, bro. Like,
1: oh, I, I, it. I doubt that that is some Berea, <laughs> like generosity, as far as like <laughs> what the height measurements actually are. I sorry, like, seeing
0: him in the scene with the playoffs and be like, he's no way he's fucking six foot. There's no, no way, way. No, no, he's not fucking five. No, he's shorter than, the than most,
1: here. most, uh, assistant coaches. It's...
0: <laughs> Let's see. Uh. Next question comes from Mavs Estonia,
1: our good our friend from
0: Estonia. Um, what happened to Mavs man?
1: Dude, so as far as just like where has he been? Like, I think, I, I think, I think at the moment he's like poaching uh, orphans. I guess I don't know some some other ghoulish, nightmarish thing that is just terrifying and unspeakable. Um, but I mean, if I had to guess, he's probably at a trampoline park somewhere, absolutely destroying a basketball rim. Um, and uh, sending their liability insurance through the roof, they're like, "This man <laughs> is made of basketballs and he's just dunking on these four-year- olds. We don't have no idea who he is, that he disappears into the mist like some sort of weird ghost does that know. answer I, the question does
0: that make <laughs> it doesn't help anything but i hope he's
1: dead <laughs> i just hope he's dead. he is all he is uh, infinite i, I will make gone. if you say his name three times in a bathroom you get dunked on after he jumps on a trampoline but he does a sweet <laughs> he does a
2: sweet stunt first though do you have any idea where he is tim i just know i never want to think about mavs man in my bathroom again <laughs> I assume he's just like running around different parks with hoops and DFW, basically like the park we're seeing in the office. Just like, Mavs man, Mavs man.
1: Yeah. If you, if you look in the mirror and say his name three times, it's a Mavs manifestation. And, uh,
2: all right. That's been the podcast for this week. Uh, we will nope. see uh, the pun- <laughs> you guys just got served by the Undertaker. Let's
1: see.
2: It's good to be back boys. Next question
0: comes from James.
1: Uh, what's your
0: favorite what's your favorite bread no not grambo james cannon oh what's your favorite bread okay Uh, um i don't know like a guy this
2: is in my bank account boy (laughs) uh
1: sourdough
0: no french french bread
1: uh yeah i mean like i was thinking like whatever uh is on a me, and that's usually like a french baguette so yeah yeah
0: do you have an actual answer for this one Tim, are you sticking with the money?
2: No, I think he I no. think he got a, got a answer, right. Right, my see. actual no, answer is mark. My actual answer is marble rye. Because that's, what you're, rye. that's what you're served on, Ruben. <laughs> oh
0: fuck
2: <laughs> you. No, but yeah, I do like oh. I, I try to only eat wheat bread when I'm home, but like when I go out and get a sandwich, it is rye bread for sure. Okay.
1: Rye's yeah. great. Good ciabattas good to come by to say.
0: So Josh asks, uh, who is the worst player you trade Porzingas for?
2: Kevin Love.
1: Cool. Yeah, contracts match up. If that makes sense. Like a straight
0: up one for one, like basically, like almost basically.
1: Man. Yeah, Gordon Hayward.
0: Kemba. Well, Kemba's already got traded.
1: So, Kemba's already. <laughs> that would be yeah. a hell of <laughs> a. Somehow they get another first round pick in OKC from us. So. Yeah. Fuck, dude. I'd be so pissed.
2: That was the nut kicker about that trade because those were two very possible Porzingis destinations. Yeah. 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 And two packages that probably would have been headed our way back. Yeah.
0: Kemba or Horford would have been like the two that I'd be like, yeah, okay. Like, you know, damn mm. it.
2: Yeah. That sucks.
0: <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Probably Kevin Love at this point. I think it's probably like the best, you know. I don't know if, if
2: I, I get, the, I don't even know if that's, or, you know, match. I guess I'll take, I guess I'll take Rui Hachimori. And if they have to send us Bradley Beal to make the money match, then fine.
1: I mean, it is really for Rui, you know, it's a good, yeah. good trade kicker yeah. there for, from Beal.
2: I mean, we got Porzingis <laughs> in the Tim Hardaway Jr. trade. Exactly.
0: We get, you know, we can get, it get to be okay to get Beal in the, in the, uh, but you know, but his worst, worst player. So I would say, out of all those names probably kevin love at the moment because he's not giving a shit anymore Well,
1: i don't know i always like i i wonder how much of that is just strictly just not give a shit mode like there's so many plays where he's just like i'm i'm chilling i (laughs) hate this place like there's just he kevin love acts like my last day of work at like at a crappy like grocery store where it's just like where do you want the eggs? I'm gonna put them at the bottom. I don't give a shit. God, you know what? Bag them yourself. I'm out. <laughs> like, that is how that is how Kevin Love is currently playing basketball in Cleveland. So maybe if he like goes to a place with a winning culture, maybe he'll maybe One a of, chain yeah. of scenery might help maybe. out. But I don't know. He's still pretty injured.
0: I, I don't know how I don't know how KP would feel about going to fucking Cleveland though. But
1: I mean, who cares? <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't know. I still think the best scenario for us is just KP. Hopefully, having a good off season and being getting better the year. Like, yeah. as, I I just don't see any packages that make any sense for us to trade them. Yeah.
0: So he also asked uh, if you could only eat three foods for the rest of your life, what would they be?
1: Hmm. I'd say Thai food, Indian food, Mexican food. If I had to give three of those,
0: I'm thinking like I'm thinking trying to think of specific, specific like food specific items. dishes. Uh,
1: so
0: I would. So I would. Mine would be pozole that my mom makes. Mm-hmm. It would be um. Japanese fried rice with with chicken in it. Mm. Uh, and it would probably be tamales. So, those are my three. What do you got, Tim?
2: Uh, fish tacos, beef tacos, and pastor tacos. Just give me nice. all the stuff. Nice. nice, perfect.
0: Let's see. Um, Mariela asks. Uh, What is your favorite wing place, and why is it Buffalo Wild Wings?
1: Uh, Mine's Pluckers. I got to go with Pluckers. We'll stick with an Austin local.
0: I think if I'm going to pick any of that, it's probably going to be Pluckers. It's a good place to go to, even though we waited, like, two hours last time we all went.
1: Yeah. Oh, I I will say, like, as much as I enjoy the food there, the wait there is always insane. fucking crazy, bro. It's so dumb.
0: It's like, yeah, I really want a beer, but Jesus
1: Christ. Like... (laughs) A silo of beer, I know, like it's yeah. not, it's not yeah. even. A, a, it's a trough. Yeah, it's a lot of whatever it is that you purchased. <laughs> what
0: about you, Tim?
2: Uh, I'm a Wingstop fiend, especially now that they have a. It's a it's hot lemon, so it's like the lemon pepper rub that like with a hot oh. sauce. So it's like a wet option, but yeah, mm. they also have the best fries and the best blue cheese. So I'll go with Wingstop,
1: All and right. and endorsed by Troy
2: Aikman at one point. So and I think, oh, also yes. by the was, I think he was one of the he was one of the founders I think he's given up his stake since then but yeah it's uh, I think Plano based actually but now it's national because I have one yeah. across the street from me here in California
0: bro nice. I think I think it's also like the official wing of the Dallas Mavs actually I think I saw that on their on one of their uh, one of their storefronts the other day I was like oh that's cool <laughs> so if you only not wings yeah, you screw, don't love the maps, screw
2: y'all's answers I'm trying to get a job here
0: Let's see, Uh, next question comes from uh, Renegade Jim. He asks, uh, what is your favorite Nick Cage movie?
1: Let's see. Face off. Serious answer. I think the best Nick Cage movie is either Adaptation or Mandy and like mandy's right up there for me but con air is one that i've watched multiple times oh con it's, air fucking rules. it's <laughs> so fucking good i know granted like the reason that movie's so good is because of everybody else that's in that movie more yeah. than it is nick cage but nick cage just bats a thousand every scene he's in oh
2: yeah yeah you could take all the other movies combined and it doesn't match nick cage's accent in con air
1: yeah who, who knows where he's from yeah. i guess
2: just the the South, <laughs> and you have you have very early dave chappelle which i already i loved oh yeah, yeah that draft right. is incredible it's a ridiculous premise a ridiculous movie maybe john malkovich is best who knows but yeah i just i love that movie soft spot in my heart for con air give me the bunny <laughs> yes
0: i see the next question comes from i don't know how to say your name uh tennyson tennyson is your last is the last name apparently um it's a GIF from the office. Um, from, it's that one girl who asks, uh, you know, how dare you? <laughs> oh, okay. How, did, how dare how... it? I don't know. Uh, very Thanks. carefully. Yeah, very carefully. Uh, let's see. Next question comes from Clay. Um, this is from yesterday, so it might be a little too late. Okay, Clay asks, what should I have for dinner?
1: Uh, you know what? Uh, get yourself a nice caprese salad. It's, it's hot out there. See. i was thinking wings or you know go wings yeah <laughs> go something hot and fried go for it Sam. you got any options
2: i was there's a game seven tonight i was gonna go with some nice bar food wings maybe a burger maybe just like a sampler tray of appetizers you Ooh, know what's a good one oh, something go. fried and delicious there you go a
0: let's sampler
2: see. that's a good one let's see
0: uh the mavs blog asks um i need some netflix recommendations what do you got for me?
1: God, I don't, I don't know if I've actually gotten on Netflix in a long time. I'm um, sorry,
0: it's kind of crazy, like how much, like how many more streaming services there are now? Cause
1: yeah, I will Netflix, say I just, yeah, it's not really high on my list anymore of things I watch. It's an old one, but ugly delicious. I thought was some of the most informative things about food culture that I've seen in a long time. So I would highly recommend that it's really entertaining and all the guesses are pretty fun. Um, Something that's not Netflix though, Amazon Prime. I binge watched Invincible because holy yes, shit. you did it. Yes, it was awesome. I can, but, I've actually yeah, can I've canceled my Amazon account just because fuck Bezos and yeah. it's just it's something I'm trying to be remotely principled on. Yeah, but like but uh, I was house sitting for someone that had Amazon Prime. I was like, well, since I'm here. Uh, might as well <laughs> right and god was that brutal that was it, it was
0: fucking rules doesn't it dude
1: <laughs> i mean it's basically the boys animated but it's exactly fine. i'm, I'm with, totally like, fine with it
0: bright flashy colors
1: <laughs> yeah and a good soundtrack um, i love that the clones basically only uh had scenes that were all run the jewels as the yes. soundtrack yeah <laughs> fantastic
0: um see i so one thing i have been watching is um it's based off a comic book series actually it's called sweet tooth Mm. that is on netflix um uh it deviates a lot from the source material but it does it really well so i definitely recommend that
1: is that where like kids are like part animal
2: yes got it yes yeah i'm looking i'm looking at the preview screen right now do you want the quick plot rundown yes on a perilous adventure across a post-apocalyptic world a lovable boy who's half human and half deer searches for a new beginning with a gruff protector yes
1: cool Oh, the first season of Happy is really good. Okay. The second one I didn't care for, but the the first season of Happy I thought was really captivating. So you got any recommendations, Tim?
2: If it's it's Netflix, I would just say rewatch the first season because you can do it in like two hours of I think you should leave because season two drops on July 6th, and I cannot wait. Tim Robinson is like the funniest guy going right now to me. Um, But I do agree that Netflix now is kind of like a – catch-all term for streaming it's like kleenex and sharpie and stuff right so yeah yeah and like a million things you can stream i'm re-watching i think you should leave like almost daily now uh death
1: love and robots is badass
2: what's that on is that on Uh,
1: that's on netflix um so it's a bunch of little uh it's a bunch of different animated things it's a lot of vignettes um some of them are like super cgi but they build really fun worlds like first season's amazing second season was okay like there's a lot of there's some cool ideas there but um it's it's if you like twilight zone and various forms of animation it's absolutely worth your time
0: cool so we got two more questions guys let's see next one comes from brandon um, what do you think of Spencer Dinwiddie entering free agency? Should the Mavs look to pursue?
1: Love it, absolutely. I please. would love to please. have him as a secondary ball handler, a second yes. shot creator. I think he can come off the bench just fine. He proved that in Brooklyn. I think he'd be an awesome starter. Please come to Dallas,
2: Spencer. Yeah, that's who I am looking. Yeah, for. Like, I like good basketball players. So please just start hoarding all the good basketball players. And
0: mm-hmm. it's like he's he's coming off an ACL injury, which is like. Fine, you know, but we also have one of the best, yeah. you know, um, one of the best, our, uh, you know, uh, medical teams in the, in the league. So yeah. I trust them to make the right moves on that. Well,
1: well so. I trust a guard recovering from it as opposed to a seven foot three Latvian. True. That is true. Yeah.
0: Let's see. Uh, last question. <sighs> it comes from Squish. And it's got, it's got the most likes of all the ones I retweeted. God damn it. Um, he says uh fuck you so that's it very well, much
1: cool but I, I i don't know how to handle that <laughs> <laughs> i i i have, the clever well has gone dry uh i am it's it's a drought, evidently, of clever. So, uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe go fuck yourself. I don't know. Swiss. Please go fuck yourself. I don't know. Um, yes, like, maybe like maybe answer Murphy. your damn phone and get on the pod, baby. I don't oh, know. Come on. <laughs>
2: like, like Eddie Murphy and coming to America. I would just like to say, yes, yes. Fuck you too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well said. Awesome, guys. Well, guys, thank you so much for submitting questions. Uh, thank you, Tim, for jumping on the pod last second and uh, being our. Uh, Wonderful uh, color commentator as always. Uh, Thank you, Ruben, for holding it down. Both of you guys for holding it down with the React pods uh, this past week. Uh, The MFFLs are awesome. Uh, Thanks to everyone that broke my tweet record for my uh, uh, Flex Seal meme. That's, uh, I haven't checked it, but it might be over a thousand. So that's that's just a, it's a new little tweet milestone for me. So I greatly appreciate it. Uh, For all the Dallas people out there, uh, I'll actually, so I'm going to do some shameless self-promotion. Uh, I am playing a solo acoustic set of original material uh, at opening bell coffee uh, this coming or next Saturday at seven o'clock with my good friend band, uh, Brandon Cowleys. Uh I would love, I would love to talk maz with you guys after the show, um, but also just, uh, it's going to be a fun time. Uh, opening bell is uh, one of the first places I ever watched live music. So it's a cool listening room situation. Um, if you want to hear the music that I write, uh, that's a good place to do it. Uh, so i uh, greatly appreciate you guys uh, i'll be actually releasing some new songs uh, fairly soon and uh, i'm gonna like have a spotify account and everything i'm really excited about it so uh thank you thank you mffl for uh listening to this uh this pod uh ruben tim anything you guys want to plug
0: nope just uh go see don because i'm probably gonna try to go as well
1: yeah absolutely love to well, love to see you guys uh this has been the hoops and podcast enjoy
2: the rest of your week See guys.